Hello everyone, this is Dr. Allison DeBardo-Gaggin with Little Black Bag Medicine, and today we are going to talk about how to identify problem foods for your system. So if you don't know, most people know about food allergies, which is a true food reaction where you have to carry an EpiPen, most likely you have to completely avoid the food, and it's very serious. And that is completely different than what someone might call a food sensitivity or a problem food. So the difference between the sensitivity and the allergy is the sensitivity, you're not going to die. You don't have to go to the emergency room. And it really just causes problems in your body that are manageable, but they're not life-threatening. So the most common ones are gluten and dairy. And what happens is that the body just starts to see it as an attack and starts to shut down that system. So this really happens because of leaky gut is where food sensitivities start, where these cells in the gut open up and the proteins from those foods go through the cells and meet up with the immune system and then are tagged by the immune system as an invader, as something that's going to be harmful like gluten and it lets the whole immune system know. And then the body goes and attacks that food every time that they see it. Another thing to think about is if you're eating the same exact food every day, even if it's a healthy food, even if it's just a fruit or vegetable, if you eat the same foods over and over again, every single day, day in and day out, your body will start to see that as an invader as well. So I saw that a lot in my chiropractic practice where people would say, oh, I, every morning I have oatmeal and blueberries, oatmeal and blueberries. And then all of a sudden they're super sensitive to blueberries and they don't know why because it's a healthy food, but the reality is that they have the leaky gut and they're eating the same foods over and over again and the body just saw it as a trigger. So how do you recognize if a food is a problem? The best way, honestly, is a blood test to check the immune system's reaction to the different types of foods. There's a lot of different labs. Some insurance will cover it as well. I use a number of different labs depending on um, what the person needs. Um, I really like Genova, Dunwoody, and Cyrex labs are excellent for these types of problems. I like Cyrex because they will test not only the food, but they'll also test it raw because you know cooked food and raw food do have different proteins in it. So if your food sensitivity test comes back and you don't have any sensitivities, it might be to a different type of food or whether it's cooked or raw and we can start to dig a little bit deeper in there. So if you don't want to do a blood test, um, another great way is to do a one-week elimination diet and eat as clean as you possibly can. No processed foods, basically vegan for a little bit, and then slowly introduce foods again, one at a time. I say like it's you're feeding a baby, and you need to see and make sure that that baby doesn't have a reaction. So just one new food every few days. And what you'll notice is if you have skin breakouts, um, many people have skin breakouts and acne because of chocolate and sugars and caffeines will do it. Also, if they're not digesting their meats properly, we'll also do that as well. Um, the chicken skin, that bumpy skin is most often a gluten reaction. Another sign of a food sensitivity or a problem food is after you eat, you get very sinusy and you're coughing, you're hacking, you have a lot of post-nasal drainage.
that is a sensitivity reaction, especially if it's really consistent. And usually to dairy because you're creating more mucus. Headaches is really common as a food sensitivity issue. Another really cool one is that you get cold and that your nose gets cold. Maybe your ears get cold. Your hands get really cold because all of the blood is unshunted to the digestive system to focus and work. And so if you have a cold nose, that's a sign that you might have a food sensitivity or a digestive issue. Of course, acid reflux, gas, bloating, abdominal pain are all signs of a digestive system issue that could be coming from a food sensitivity problem. And if you find that your food sensitivities are getting worse and worse, where you cut out gluten and then you cut out dairy and then you cut out corn and you cut out so like and you just keep going down that list and if you're pretty much just eating chicken and rice or chicken and broccoli, you really still have to get to the root cause of these issues, which is the leaky gut and sealing up the gut, helping support the immune system and overcoming those food sensitivities. Another issue to also look at is cross-reactivity. And so what that actually means is one food can look a lot like another food to the immune system. This is most common with gluten, where you cut out gluten, but you still have leaky gut. And that protein looks a lot like corn protein or um, other different types of wheat proteins. Quinoa can become an issue. So when we have these food sensitivities, again, it's really important to clean up the gut, make sure everything's functioning because you don't want to have worsening and worsening symptoms and food sensitivities. And then we can go organ by organ system as well, especially with gluten, because gluten protein looks a lot like our organs. And most commonly, it looks like the cerebellum in the brain, which is linked to balance and coordination. If you find that you are having fuzzy memory, that nothing is helping and you just can't get your brain to focus, that could also be a sign of a food sensitivity because your immune system's now attacking your brain. It's also, so basically any autoimmune condition, we can tie back to food sensitivities causing it to become worse. Whereas when you take out these triggering foods, the body becomes less reactive. The thyroid, the ovaries, the adrenals, and the brain are just some of the most common ones that I see in my practice that once we can get the food sensitivities calmed down, the system calms down. The autoimmune attacks are either not as severe or they're far less frequent and annoying, right? So we can manage it that way with food. I'm not saying that cutting out food is secure. No, not at all. But if we can lower the level and severity of an autoimmune attack, we should go ahead and do that, right? So again, get tested first, get a blood test done. I did a hair test because it I had a deal and it was like 20 bucks to get the hair test done and I tested our whole family. And I didn't wasn't impressed with the results, um, knowing the food sensitivities I did have, it didn't catch as much. So I do recommend always doing blood. I also don't recommend going off of a, an ad. So if you see an ad somewhere on social media, I would not use that lab because they're not actually really using food. They're using um, synthetic chemicals that look like food to see if your body reacts, which is not the same. So we still want to make sure we're using the right lab at the right time at the right place 
And if you've cut out food, um, say you've been gluten-free for a year and you want to see if you're still sensitive. If it's not in your system and the response has calmed down, it won't show up on the test. So just so you know, going into that, that you need to, you kind of get to binge on all your favorite foods that give you pain. And then you can go ahead and do that test um, to see what shows up and what doesn't. But it is very insightful. And a lot of times you don't even notice that a food's bothering you, to be completely honest. So, or it's in combination with something like eggs, like you can eat eggs um, in a cake, but you can't um, just fry it or sunny side up like that because the proteins are different, but this still might be bothering you. So definitely get a blood test. So I offer those at my practice for current patients. So you can find me at littleblackbagmedicine.com. Um, submit a patient application or message me. You can find me at Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. And in the comments of this section, I will link to all of my Facebook groups and pages so you can get a hold of me and we can get to the bottom of what is causing your food sensitivities, what foods are actually the problem, and how to cook and live your life um, even with food sensitivities and still enjoy food, enjoy eating, and probably rediscover a love for cooking. All right, thanks everybody, have a great day.